Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up and chasing ass. Yeah, we're making power moves. Yeah, we're making power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. This all American dudes. And we're back. Welcome to Power Moves, episode 188. I'm your host, Mike Burns. Do, 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 do. And joining me all the way from Los Angeles, California. It's the host of the Hunk Podcast. It's your boy who just had a brand new YouTube special come out. If you haven't watched it, please head over to his uh, YouTube page and uh, watch it post haste after the show. Of course, it is your boy. It's your baby it's your brother. It's your baby bro. It's Mike Brido Bridenstine. It's your boy. What's up, guy? I don't know. I, if- Bert, uh, Burns and Burns has announced to me before the show. He doesn't know if there's enough material built into this show to go 45 minutes. So this one guaranteed two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's what always every show. I'm like, ah, oh, boy, I don't have anything this week. And then the show's oh, like <laughs> 126, and like we're still yeah. talking about yeah. some English guy's penis or uh, how good Annie Ann's pretzels are. <laughs> I think that that's in every, it's, you know, just should be like, I don't know, for, well, we'll talk about this and then we'll do like 15, 20 minutes of you and I just saying the same word over and over again while people are like, I almost crashed my car. You have to also remember there's pre-pre-show that isn't taped that's 15 minutes. Oh, then there's a half God. hour pre-show and then there's this show. But I, I thought about this. Why it's so effortless, and I think it's because we're conditioned to being together and living together and hanging yeah. out so much and talking for sometimes yeah. when we weren't sleeping very well and we're in rock and roll lifestyle for like 20 hours a day, and we don't talk. We only talk for the most part on this show now, so doing yeah. a couple hours is just, well, God, my balls are so blue with stuff to tell Brido, and I need him to hear my voice. <laughs> Wife was like, do you need like like guys night out? She got this in her head. And I was like, I have plenty of guys. I have I do comedy shows. She's like, no, but like you go to, I was like, I don't want to go to dinner with a guy. Like, no, like fuck. once in a while we would go out and be like, Carl has his birthday and we'd go out for steaks and like, but that was like a couple of those a year. It wasn't. Her response was so funny too. She's like, no, I mean, what? I like what? Like a candlelit dinner. And she goes, no, like you guys like watch sports and get like pizza. And I was like, not have gay sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guy stuff. Guy, guy stuff. Guy's name. Yeah. Street guy stuff. Like raw meat and. <laughs> guy's and, night is my favorite. Not touching penis. Guy's night's my favorite bit I ever did. Easy. The most fun bit that I ever did was that yeah. six, seven, eight minute act that was all just guys night stuff how many of you See, guys want to yeah. come back with me that's my favorite I think, no why can't it be my favorite no because your favorite is caleb no guys night was the most fun guys night was more fun than caleb yeah because caleb was more calculated and i had to focus on the character more guys night was just me screaming and it was often you know it was just 
stupid and fun. It was easy to do. And for some reason, it really worked. Yeah. That was an L.A. bit, too, that, like, L.A. people got the character that you were playing. And, like, it was like a... It was almost like an L.A. Chicago bit, if that makes sense. Like, you couldn't do, like, quib freely in L.A. People would be like, what the heck? Too weird. Too quirky. Too weird. That's more Chicago sketch fest type material. But that one got that you were doing a send-up of toxic masculinity. Right, which was a, which was the perfect sweet spot of toxic masculinity not being a thing no that was, was to be taken. Toxic mas- se- yeah. It wasn't to be yeah. taken super seriously yet, so I could really yeah. take liberties with the language that I used. And it was anti-toxic toxic masculinity, but it was also like... Now I oh, think it was, anti, be, it was anti-masculinity. Right. So it was. Now I think people would be like, well, still, even though your intentions are pure, I still don't, I don't like that very, triggered, triggered. <laughs> you know, comedy is not for everybody. That's what we've learned over the past, since Donald Trump went down an escalator. <laughs> Some people don't like to laugh. They don't like it. Some people hate it. They've always hated it, in fairness. It's just now it's. You can hear them saying it, and not just not just writing letters. Yeah, there are some people. It's like, what do you like? What what is, what do you like then? That's comedy. What's funny to you? Yeah, this is interesting to me. I I was looking up. I saw a headline. It was like a Josh Spector headline. It was like, what's the best time to post like your content on on social media? And he said, people want to see virtuous content in the morning. And they want to see they want to see vice in the evening. All that shit is fucking bullshit. It doesn't work <laughs> that way. No, but it's just funny to me that people in the morning they're like, ah, fresh new day, go out and get the world. So people are posting stuff like, today is the day to we get in the gym, yeah. everybody. Like, right. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you don't need to be intimidated. But people are like, yeah. Like inspirational quotes and shit that at night people love, like, man, fuck the Packers because <laughs> people have been beaten down all day. Yeah. And they're like, man, Taco Bell can suck my asshole. <laughs> yeah, that may, it makes sense. But yeah. they'll eat whatever you fucking give them, is the thing. That's also true. Yeah. Also, they were saying this is kind of true. Like, you might not want pizza for breakfast. But yeah, I put yeah, a fucking yeah. hot, delicious pepperoni pizza in yeah. the middle of a, in an office break yeah. room. You're going to fucking yeah. holy shit. Yes. Yeah. Like people, if you show up to work and someone's like, you got fucking Pequod's pizza for breakfast. What? Yeah. I didn't bring donuts. You're not I brought, not eat it? Instead of donuts, I bring a pizza in. People are fucking yeah. amped. Like, oh, my God, this is special. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this is brand new. Is that, we had that. Whoa. We had that pizza. That's We're not, not supposed to have this till later. <laughs> this is more better. Here's a, here's a no, oh, and I we're brought not supposed to have this. I brought a bucket, a, a bag of ice, a two liter of diet coke, and a, a half gallon of Jack Daniels. You can have that too. <laughs> what right now? Well, I was going to have coffee from the Keurig and some orange juice. I get, but if you, if it's okay and everyone's going to have this, I'm going to make a Jack and diet as well. A breakfast Jack. Yeah, put a lime in it. That's your fruit. That's your fiber. They should market Breakfast Jack. I'm gonna go into all these places and be like the new Breakfast Jack. Like Breakfast Jack. <laughs> Maybe that's the new mag. New mag Breakfast Jack. It's just dudes in diners jacking off. <laughs> 
It's it's all guys in IHOPs. <laughs> all guys in IHOPs and Waffle there Houses. It is. It's the new restaurant <laughs> and it's, where there is a special booth for you to go into. You're like, well, I mean, can't go into work with this poison in me. I think it's a good magazine. Breakfast Jack. And then every photo is like, it's a, it's, you know, Curated so, so you, you're familiar with the layout of, of um, adult magazines. So you've got like a <laughs> far, you've got like a waitress from the other side of the table shot where the guy's just kind of happy. And then you see her bring down, like the next shot is her setting down the thing. And then the next shot is like him looking around, putting his hand down his pants. And then you've got a shot from the side where you see him dumping maple syrup on his dick or some butter. He's taking a little pad of butter and lubing it up. And then, and then you get in closer and it's just like that super, you know, when they have, they always have a couple super close, like peen shots that are like really like right up there, whether it's peen or V and then you see like little uh, PC dribbling out. And then, um, you know, like finally, like he's just like, and you see that big fucking lava burst and him just, leaned back in the thing and then the waitress is like taking the plate away that's empty now and she's just looking down like oh so my like the hand over the mouth like oh my so the waiter is coming up and he's holding the but he's holding the plate of, of pancakes but there's a but what she doesn't know mm-hmm. is that there's a dick shaped hole in the bottom of the plate <laughs> that he drilled that he drilled through the table and pre before she came but to the he's table. He's walking up there and he's holding the and his dick is in the pancakes. Okay. And is and is going through the plate and up through the stack of that he's also put a dick shaped hole into the pancakes. Yes. And he says to her there's a word bubble and he goes care for a short stack of pancakes <laughs> yeah that's yes yes and then you know that's she goes like, oh someone put a little sausage link on top and he's like yeah that's my dick and t- then they fuck this is pretty hot it's kind of getting me going <laughs> <laughs> i'm picturing this dick going through the fucking pancakes and the plate and like her like bending over with the waitress thing on and a little butt peeking out oh my god every pitch meeting for, for breakfast jack is someone's like okay so there's like a dick shaped hole in okay. the breakfast plate mm-hmm. yeah okay <laughs> why does breakfast jack have pitch meetings i don't know i mean you could do a lot of that you could do like you know the guy you see the guy he's going through the mcdonald's drive-thru he gets an egg mcmuffin <laughs> and then you see him put a hole through it and then he's just going to town you know Choking away and and with his dick through the fucking sausage McMuff and then and then um yeah <laughs> and then you know I'll, you know well that ends. Hey, it's a pitch meeting at uh, Breakfast Jack. Okay, so you know how the coffee at McDonald's you get in a cup uh-huh. and the guy get the guy hands. Okay, so there's like a dick shaped hole in the cup and the guy. Burns how big is how big is this, how big is this cup? Is this like a small, medium, large, or is it one oh. of those clear cups? Is it like an iced coffee one, or is it like how, a white paper how small, one? How, how small of a cup can you get? <laughs> well, um, I, it's like a, I think an eight ounce is probably the smallest. Okay, so you know how they gave uh, puppuccinos at Starbucks? Yeah, yeah. For the dogs, they had the whipped cream in the cup, and mm-hmm. the dogs lick it out? Yeah. Um... So we probably shouldn't have that in this episode. I don't think that... <laughs> in we, this issue. We can't have that. We gotta have a plus. We can't. Don't, they don't need to be pipe of the week size uh, junks. 
but uh, the junk's got to be. Um, they can't. We can't. We can't do it. No one wants to see that. No one wants to see dog lipstick in a coffee cup. No one wants to see I that. I can't. I can't uh, prove it, but that's how uh, Dixie Cups probably got its name. <laughs> Dixie Cups. It ain't a real dick unless it fits in a Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, that's the new slogan. If it don't fit in the Dixie, it ain't a real dick. Dixie cups. Dixie cups. If it don't fit in the Dixie, it ain't a Rinse dick. Rinse and spit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dixie cups are only for... No one ever drinks what's in a Dixie cup. You only swish it and spit it out. Yeah, is that true? I don't know. It's like just at the yeah, dentist. Little, cuppy, little cuppies of water. I yeah, guess those it, are for rinsing. I guess it's like a bathroom, like a nice parents' bathroom. They have the Dixie cups, and you to rinse your mouth. I don't. Well, I'm not using a cup. I I palm my hand. I use a make my hand. When I was a little kid, according to my mother, my my uncle and my dad. My uncle was a varsity wrestling coach, and my dad was the. Uh, middle, the middle school wrestling coach. So there was always like wrestling guys over and they would spit dip into like cans. This mm-hmm. is what they, cause they, every wrestler dipped. I dipped for a long time. I'm well aware of the drill. Okay. So I guess I would sit there as a little kid, like four year old kid and spit also into a Dixie cup. Cause that's what all the fellas did. Oh, gross. And I wanna, and plain I thought, spit. <laughs> You're spitting into a cup. I just thought that the cool guys spit in the cups. <laughs> that is so nerd ass. <laughs> I was like a little boy. Oh, and yeah, so like yeah. my mom, my mom told uh, everybody that they couldn't dip around me because like I was clearly an impression. I like looked up to all these guys. They were nice to me. You know, your mom's just finding little cups of spit around the house like oh yeah. god you got it. when the when the fellas would come around i'd want to hang out with the fellas so i'd spit in the cup like the cool fellas it does feel good i wish i had some dip during covid for a little while um i was <laughs> for a little while i was going to buy skull bandits so i was trying not to smoke and I was, yeah. those were oh my god they were so good dip is so much but it, it's a little pack skull of little, bandit. Pouch, little pouches so it never gets in your gums. No, no, no. And I had them stashed in the house because X didn't know I was doing this, and I didn't want to take the fucking heat. So I, I can say it now. <laughs> I, was, I was dipping was it, all the um, time. It, it's quite a head rush every time I've ever tried it. Yeah, it's like. a lot of nicotine. especially. I mean, like Kodiak is what. Like you had to take I, like the smallest little pinch. I took big fucking lippers of Kodiak. Like, God, it's such a gross taste. Big, oh, I loved it. I loved it. I couldn't poop unless I, I suppose... put in a dip. Could never poop. And then I come home from school before anyone was home, big fat lipper, and then instant bang, poop time. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. And then we'd make Super Bear. We'd take uh, Don 50, 151, and then we'd put a little, uh, like, half shot of that in it and then so then little fiberglass shards inside the kodiak would cut your lip so you get a little alcohol rush plus the nicotine it was like a it was like a speedball of uh it gets you it gets you going chug for your mouth get you going before you had to go to some boring ass fucking 8 a.m or whenever school starts history class fucking who cares that's what i'm saying fuck school man school's boring was boring that's what i'm saying was boring some kids like school I fucking hated school. School sucked. 
I didn't learn anything. I just did the stuff I was supposed to. All it was was a, a disciplinary exercise. And this is sometimes you have to do stuff you don't want to. Yeah, I think school teaches you how to navigate certain things or how to problem solve, like or how, how to, to have a deadline. Sure, how to schedule your day and. But I didn't like learn how to, not, how to not be a weirdo around other people. I didn't retain any information about American history from. School. If you're like picking your nose and eating it in second grade, kids will like make you want to stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. Social skills are important. There's a lot of, but the actual schooling, like I don't know how to do fucking algebra. I took like all kinds of algebra for years. I don't know how to uh, do anything. I but can... you can learn if you need to get a, something solved. You you learn who can. Who you can go to to solve that problem and help you with it, or copy off of them to get the thing done, or talk to the teacher. Oh yeah, it no, teaches I learned you, how. It teaches to... you life skills. I think that's the important thing. I learned how to schmooze in order to get copies yeah. of tests. I learned the social skills. To like, uh... I took four years of Spanish. I don't speak Spanish, <laughs> right? But I know some. I mean, I think I could pick it up. That's on my list for 2023. I have two 2023 things I want to do. One is um, learn I, Spanish. My my father left a couple um, guitars, like uh, acoustic guitars, because he played. And I want and there's a place next to the bar that does that has guitar lessons. There's no I have free time. There's no excuse for me not to go once a week and take some guitar you got, lessons. You got um, you have long fingies. You should be good at it. Yeah, learn like simple, just some little guitar. I just want to learn enough that. I can play like some uh, Motley Crue or something. That's and then get a electric guitar. I don't need to know how to play. I just need to know basics so that I can learn how to play the stuff I want and not really have learned much at all. Number the other thing is I'd like to take um, yeah Spanish class because I took like three years of Spanish. I just don't remember it because I don't use it. I know like two sim- five months from now. Guantanamera. <laughs> yeah. Guantanamera. I know simple Guan- stuff from living in Los Angeles. You heard a lot of fucking. Los- <laughs> I don't know that song. You're gonna you must play in your in your neighborhood or something. <laughs> you don't have Guantanamera. Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Someone from Guantanamo. Yes. <laughs> Guantanamo Bay. It's a Wyclef song from a classic, uh, whatever, Spanish song, Cuban, probably. Huh. You know what I didn't know, or maybe I did and I forgot, is that uh, Ghetto Superstar is, like, that's a actual, that's a song. That was already a it's song. Praz. Praz, uh, yeah. But that was a song before. Who, is who sings Who sings that? That's a... Ghetto Superstar. It's not Lauren Hill. It's... You, no. I can't. It doesn't matter. Maya. Is it Maya? That sounds right. Could be anyone. Brandy, Monica. Brandy, Monica. Fill in time while you look up this thing nobody cares about. (laughs) God. Well, I did something to my screen. It doesn't matter. Nobody knows. What did you? Nobody cares. So you forgot. So you forgot it. I'm going to look it up. Ghetto Superstar is by Proz. And I can't. Who did he sing it? Because nobody cares. It's the chick. It's Maya. Maya. Oh, I was right then. I'm fucking. There were so many like women in this era who had like one song. Yeah. So it's kind of shocking you got it right. Well, there's only so many. (laughs) There's just stuff that I know about. Here's the other thing I learned this week is I was listening to this uh, tape, uh, Yomo and Malky 
which is under the Ruthless label, which is produced by Easy E, Jerry Heller, etc. Yeah. Never yeah. popular, pretty rare. And I was I ran it yesterday, and there's a song on it called "For the Love of Money," which is a Bone Thugs and Harmony song, which is very popular off Creeping on a Come Up, their debut EP. And um, the entire beat, the breaks, everything is exactly the same as an instrumental with the hooks included, except for Easy E just took it and put himself on it with Bone for for the faux the love of, and I think it's Dollar Sign on that one. But I didn't know that, and I've listened to that fucking song 500,000 million times and apparently it was just they just took it because they're like nobody listened to this shit but that fucking beat is track is dope so that's only a, a useful information for like three people we should probably move on well well he, <laughs> let's talk about he, he, guys sticking their yeah. cock through pancakes some more <laughs> that's what people what's funny is that's what people tune in for so I got the saddies today because uh-huh. um, Brooks is going to AE dubs with brother butts that he got ticks from Colt Cabana and Brado was asked to go, but Brado could not go because of his program tonight. Yeah. And um, Brooks said that he didn't have any AEW gear, so he was going to dress up as Diamond Dallas Page and didn't say anything more about it. And then I was looking at some thread. And it said some guy's comment on Twitter was Diamond died of COVID. They just won't want to say it out loud. And I just saw that. And I was like, oh, shit, because I didn't look at like trending or anything. I was like, oh, man, Diamond Dallas Page died. And then I was all ready to go to fucking dad boner and write the R.I.P. DDP or R.I.P. Diamond Cutter, you guys, or whatever the fuck he was going to say. And then I couldn't find um, that Diamond Dallas Page died. So. I'm very happy today that Diamond Dallas Page is not dead. That's pretty cool. <laughs> very cool. What if we find out he dies during the show? Wrestlers oh, drop dead. I know. Knock on was wood. Was it about Scott Hall? Not- was it Scott Hall died during the past couple of years? He could have died of COVID, I suppose. That's if Scott Hall was a guy that was in the ddp kind of family yeah but it said diamond i mean it was clearly in reference to someone named diamond i don't know it, it was a dime bag daryl did not die of covid that's dime bag not diamond could be diamond dave but you wouldn't who if you call diamond dave david lee roth diamond you're, that's you're shitty that's not no one calls diamond dave diamond it's diamond dave no, i heard diamond j harris almost died uh, oh, this comedian, this comedian fell, that I decided for a ladder and broke his leg <laughs> and he had to bang on the floor with a broom to get the neighbors to come up. This is true. What? Laughing about it, but just picturing it makes me laugh. <laughs> I heard Diamond J. Harris, this comedian that we know, fell off of a ladder big, and like big, tall, bald guy. And this is like 2003, 2004. Jeez, he name. must have been 35 years old. and But in my head, he was like 60. Because wasn't he like a banker or a lawyer or something? Yeah, and it wasn't his real name. I know that. And it's like, why do you have a fake name? It's because he had like some sort of bank job. <laughs> right. One-liner type comedian. Anyway, I decided he his had, name was... He had one good joke. I decided his name was Diamond J. Harris because it just sounded funny. And then every time he'd come on stage, we'd all stand up and throw up the rock. 
<laughs> it was it so was, fun. And it, it made, so and fun. then Laffer, because we were invested, it made it his act so fucking funny. We saw the same forty comedians three times a week, and a lot of them did the same five minutes every single they, time. Forty is forty is too many. We saw the same twenty comics. What's it? Three, four times a week. What is it? He has two. What? He, there's the Home his Depot famous, joke. His famous bit was uh, he went through the drive-through at Popeyes, or and the the woman at Popeyes or KFC said to him, "Do you want your biscuit?" And he's like, "Doesn't it come with a biscuit?" And she's like, "Yeah. Do you want it?" And he goes, "Why? Do you want my biscuit?" <laughs> And we said it, quoted that all the time. You just say it for no reason. Do you want my biscuit? <laughs> he is the other. Dude, he did that joke. He did that joke every show. Closed with it. Like, there was one night at like the fucking Lions Five Den. years we saw this. There was one night at the Lions Den where there was like a hundred, a hundred people in the audience. And, and picture he's telling and he goes, he's telling this joke after. We're exploding, sitting there at the at like a table, ripping butts, throw standing up th when he comes yeah. on stage, screaming and throwing up the fucking. Rock. What I'm saying is the, the the two best ever is he did that joke at the lion's den when there was like 50 civilians against civilians in the crowd, and he goes and he holds the microphone out to the crowd, and the entire crowd goes, "Do you want my biscuit?" <laughs> The other time is we had this thing called the writing game, which we did in my living room with me and Mike Holmes's living room. Jared Logan was always over there. You were usually over there where we'd throw Kumail, topics. Pat Kumail was, yeah, we would throw topics in a hat and then like people would draw it out of a hat and be like, write a joke about, um, you know, cell phones. And then like people try to think of shit and then be like, okay, I got something. And then go and I got stuff out of it. I did jokes on TV that I got out of it. I did, you know, no, he's not. It's cunt. It's it like was great. from that. It was and, great. You know, it made you. It forced you to write something. So the word was the topic that was drawn was Burger King. And Jay Harris came over one time only, and he was there, and he was mad about the cigarette smoke, and he had brought a he brought a laptop, yeah, that, and everybody else's. It was blue in there. It was crazy, and then. Oh, unheard so of, unheard of to bring a laptop. Like we were like, what unheard the? of. It was weird. Like, we were like, what the it was, fuck? It was bougie. It was bougie to bring a laptop. He would ask that no one smoke. And then. Yeah, that's not, him, that's not happening. <laughs> when it got to him, they go, so what do you have for Burger King? And he goes, well, because you're supposed to do like a bit. Like, how come at Burger King? Like, like Jared Logan, I think, said like, my favorite thing about a the onion rings at Burger King is the one free French fry. It's like something like that. It was like, yeah, just flip, like a you flip a, that a, thing. Of, you get a free onion ring. That's always the best, but right. The observational, because you always do get fries. Anyway. So Jay Harris, who's known for his biscuit joke <laughs> to the point that the whole audience, he does it every set, every fucking, those sets that he did it in were four minute sets. So you're doing like three jokes and he, and biscuit was always one of them. And so he goes, you know how I have that biscuit. Everyone's reading their fucking Burger King jokes. He goes, you know how I have that biscuit joke? We're like, of course. Yes. Well, I was thinking Burger King has biscuits. So it could be Burger King. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, 
It's just so shocking. He couldn't. He couldn't. His brain just doesn't work. I hope he's not listening to us. We love you very much, but this. Oh my god, I love you. These things. I love you the most. (laughs) Things are absurd. Here's his other joke. Is he has a really? He has one good joke that I love. Was at Home Depot the other day, and I'm walking around, and there's there's fluorescent lighting, there's plants, and they sell hot dogs outside. I think they should call it Home Depot. That's the joke. <laughs> That's so, the joke. <laughs> so during COVID, it's just like what? I got a what? text from I got a text from Kumail, and he shows me that Blaine Capatch has been like, "Why is it called Home Depot? They don't even sell weed there, or something like that." And he said it has like four thousand likes, and I'm just like, "That's a fucking the 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 worst Jay Harris joke." Uh huh. Yeah. But he had one. He had one that I loved. Which was, um, do you ever go to a supermarket checkout line and you put, and the people in front of you, their items are so disgusting. You put down two dividers. <laughs> it's a good joke. It's not bad. But, by the way, I never got the biscuit joke till I had to deliver it. I was in LA, like so, years after Chicago, sitting in a drive-through for like KFC and thinking about how I was getting a biscuit. Pretty sure it was Popeyes. His joke is Popeyes. Well, I didn't get it. I didn't get like that. He's like, "Why do you want my biscuit?" Because he delivered it like, "Do you want my biscuit?" Like he delivered it in a way that was like almost made it seem like sexual or something. (laughs) Do you want my biscuit? Do you want my biscuit? Like, so it wasn't like, it sounds like you want my biscuit. Like it wasn't the way that you would do a normal comedian would do the joke would be like, I think she wants my, like kind of like they would kind of force it. But he's like, why do you want my biscuit? Mm -hmm. Wink. (laughs) You got to say wink out loud. (laughs) Yeah. He was, uh, he's. He was awesome, and he did the same set every week. I've seen so many brilliant and very famous comedians over and over and over again. I don't retain any of their jokes, any of these big-timer guys who had killer fucking material. I don't retain – I only remember jokes that are just like meh, but they fucking made me laugh for some reason because they were so just meh. And and half the time we were fucking wrong too. Like Hannibal's up there eating shit. Being like, I want to kick a pigeon. And then like 10 years later, he's the most famous comedian in the world being like, I want to kick a pigeon. Like fucking people are falling over in the aisles. Right. And then who's the big guy that used to host at Holiday Club? Who was he's like dark hair. Jeff Sienna. Jeff Sienna had a joke that was, um, hey, you hear about these corduroy pillows? They're making headlines. That was that was it, and like that's as good as it got for a lot of these okay. guys. <laughs> no, he, okay, so he's like, I'm half my my uncle is half Italian, half Native American. So he used to be like, "How the hell are you?" <laughs> that's good too, but just like, <laughs> motherfuckers would have four or five minutes of just yeah, you no know pe- what? no I peaks, remember, yeah. no valleys, just like yeah, just and, just, just going. 55 in the 55. No speeding, Damn. not slowing there down. There was a certain type of joke. People loved corny-ass jokes, but, like, God, that guy, Damn It Jim was the guy's name. And Damn It Jim quit comedy in 2004 
to start a movie business. And his big joke was like, uh, this is my impression of George W. Bush as a cat. Me, O.W. Me, O.W. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Right. But also it's all like it's all like memory. It's 2004. This is 19 years ago. Uh huh. Yeah. Guys still doing jokes like they were in a club in 1993 or something. Man, these these carpet businesses, these commercials are competitive. <laughs> I tell you what, these commercials for carpet, these places are competitive, man. I saw one place that just said, just blow us when we get there. <laughs> yeah. Steve-O Harvey. Yeah. And, and these are the kind of jokes that I can't, to be fair, I can't. My brain doesn't just make a little snippet. And then a little fucking punchline. I don't. That, that's math to me. Not, I mean, it's like close to math, and I'm bad at math. It doesn't. I can't do the calculus on that shit. I need. I need more room to breathe. <laughs> I mean, you did fine. You were plenty fine. Sure, but like little jokes like that are just. It's a different yeah. way of, of thinking. But yeah. I, but some people are only capable of making up 10 of those in their entire lifetime. And then that's it. it. And then yeah, they have no more to give. <laughs> it's just like. Did you have, what's your favorite lion's den joke? Oh man, here's one. This guy named Ron Ricky. He used to lay on the ground and look at the ceiling. I remember state. Ron Ricky. Yes. And he'd be like, uh, he was like basically doing Hedberg, but I really liked him. And he would be like, uh, I don't know why they're called waffles. Waffles shouldn't have the word awful in it. They should be called goods. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It's so stupid. But we watched thousands of hours of this. We watched so much comedy <laughs> that laying on his back and going goods is like just as viable as anything. And that's the thing is like, some people, I think we were just enamored with the whole scene and how fun it was to see yeah. these unique people up close and get to know them. And then they, some of them would try and transition into um, bigger scenes like New York or Los Angeles, and the shit would just flatline because, and you'd be like, oh man, I thought they were going to, they're not, it doesn't yeah. work here because there's no nostalgia yeah. for it. And that's the only reason we, right. the only reason we like those mediocre ass jokes is because we saw them so much that you started to love them. You started to have a yeah. connection to it. Remember Biscuit? Biscuit was like this 400 pound dude and Biscuit yeah. would come on stage and he would like need help getting up on the stage. And then he would um, stand there and he goes, my set tonight is brought to you by the letter zero and he'd be just him because he's all round and then he'd turn to the side and go and the letter d and he's just this big mountain of tum burns is telling it wrong Am I telling said it wrong? The, the number 10 and he would stand by the mic stand. oh yeah i knew he was the zero okay. and then he would turn to the side and say and the letter d that's a better joke i apologize to you biscuit and want to you <laughs> do you want my biscuit do you joke? want my biscuit joke <laughs> There are so many good ones. I mean, there's people that, like, obviously there's famous people. Not it's, good, it is though. Weird. They're like fucking children's joke book jokes. <laughs> and and, this, and this I don't doubt that some of those about. came from somewhere. Knowing that these people couldn't, couldn't creatively come up with any more 
makes me think that some of those jokes came from something like that, <laughs> that they got <laughs> stuck in their subconscious uh. and they retained these, this X amount of, of material. And then they reworked it for themselves, knowing that no one would ever read wacky school jokes for children. Volume three. Dave, Dave, Dave odd jokes. No, I don't. I don't, I don't retain any of those. I think I, I talked to him. How did Fonzie die? How? Hey. Yeah, that's a street joke. That's a really common street joke. No, it's yes, a Dave it Odd joke. It's not though. That's like some shit that I would hear on the playground. That's like eighties fucking street AIDS joke. Okay, he has one that's like he didn't um, write that at all. You don't think Dave Odd? Well, he. I don't know if he did. No, I've heard that a bazillion times as a kid. Well. Uh, <laughs> see now, no, see that's what I'm saying though. I'm telling you that some of these people are just con artists. I don't, I don't think Dave. Well, Dave is a little bit of a con artist. A little bit, con- massive con artist. <laughs> massive con artist. This, I talked to him this week. That's not my problem. The <laughs> massive con artist, and I think a lot of these guys—that's what they were. They're just fucking. They weren't. They weren't. They weren't artists. They were con artists. That's <laughs> hilarious. Dave was a little bit of a con artist, but a little bit. He he had a you and I are you and I would not be friends without Dave. Yeah, maybe. No, we saw each other at different scene type things. I don't think it just came from Dave Odd shows. But you and but you and Logan and Holmes were like my running crew for those Dave Odd shows. Sure. That's how how, like I either way. He he also went by Dave. His real name was Dave Gold. He went by Dave Black. Oh, oh blowing him up. You're not blowing him up. I'm not blowing him up. This is him. public information. He's a public character. I mean, fucking, this is not, this is not allegedly. This is just what the fucking facts are. And then he also, and this is the red flag. When someone's got a bunch of like these weird side things going on, comedy is just something they're doing in a business capacity to to says the guy with a bunch of weird side things going on talking to the other guy with all the weird side things no but you you, it's not like you're it's not like you're playing this multiple character thing he also had a ghost hunting business where he would get people to pay him money that was that was dave black and he was dave black then and then what was his name when he was mushroom hunter which i believe he still is i think still dave odd for that odd produce odd produce okay gold produce would have been better he he did a ted talk you can watch his ted talk i don't want to watch that i don't want to ever see dave odd again no he seems he seems (laughs) nervous in that yeah, yeah. You don't have you don't like you don't you hate Dave Odd? I don't hate I don't hate Dave Odd, but oh, I, I have like a, I, I, don't, a, I don't nor do I like Dave Odd. I don't need I don't I even want to I don't even think about Dave Odd until we just went down this fucking rabbit hole. I wrote an I wrote an entire book about the Chicago scene, so I had to think about Dave Odd a lot. Right. Yeah, it's fresh on the brain. Yeah. Dave Odd um you know, kind of a Volatile figure, kind of uh, picked, like, l- never saw a fucking argument he didn't run full speed into. Didn't drink. Now, didn't, no, didn't drink. Didn't drink, and except for me and AIDS Clown were at Trader Todd's one night, and he decided he was going to drink, and he drank, um, uh, what's that, uh, melon melon liqueur. Oh, Midori. He, Midori. Drank, he drank Midori and Sprites, and he had, like, six of them and got fucking hammered and turned into... Was he... 
even worse than he already oh, really? was. really? Okay, so I, I've seen him drunk, I want to say once or twice. And I remember it being a fairly, like a better experience. Yeah, I guess. Maybe it was a little better. I think he got a little, um, thought he was going to get smooth with the ladies or something. Oh, that's no good. But it was, he did but, that, but it was fun. Yeah. Like, ah, 89, buy even dairy and Sprites. Yeah, and double cherry and just he like always, pure he likes sugar. sweet because he had like he always had like jelly beans on him. Right, he's a sugar addict. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but man, God, he had this one joke. Um, this is the last thing I'll say about him. He had this one joke about how like when a kid goes missing and they show you the computerized photo of what he'd look like now. And he's <laughs> like, I don't think those days. They show his like Sears photo from his fan. They're like, they kind of like use computers and make him older. And they're like, I don't know. They never show you what he really looks like, which is <laughs> a skeleton tied to fucking bricks at the bottom of a lake. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not. See, that's a heart. That's not a bad joke. It's fucking cringe. But that's like a good fucking. You see that joke in your head. That's, yeah, that's a real he had joke. So many of it was all like dark grown into laughter. Yeah. Like, yeah. You hate me after the set joke. You don't. There's wanna... people who like Logan Buscemi, T.J. Miller. Like they'd all be like, "Dude, he has the best jokes." Like, but an unlikable person who an unlikable person. Like he's a, a little bit of a misanthrope who you didn't like him as soon as he was on stage, but he's like, you can't change the way a person thinks through violence, but you can sure change the way that motherfucker walks. It's, a great and it's like joke. that's such. It's a perfect joke. Right, but not likable on stage only wore hawaiian shirts with a leather <laughs> with a leather yeah. biker jacket flame leather, leather cargo he, pants he dressed just like guy fieri <laughs> he did then like he was then like some nerd ass wire grim glasses <laughs> just the worst look he was pre fieri worst look he was pre fieri I he looked like da he looked like if daniel stern was half assing guy fieri costume I did some stuff that wasn't quite that dark, but I gave it to the audience with a big shit-eating grin and, like, <laughs> laughing at how... He was just serious, like, fuck you. Oh, yeah, it's a terrible thing to think about, yeah, isn't he it? Was, he is a little bit of a, a hey, bit of a volatile person. Ru I ruined your night, huh? Yeah, good. <laughs> it's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody's buying that guy a beer after the show. No one wants no. to hang out with that guy. No, he's... He's not Burt Kreischer. No, he's not. Dear Van Wilder is based on Dave Odd. <laughs> no, he's not a, not a hangout guy. Lions won. Go Lions. Lions look good for next year. Um, Michigan State beat Wisconsin. So um, Nate Craig and Jim Hamilton, if you're listening, suck it. Um, moving on. Do you have anything else for today? Do you have anything, anything else fun happened during the day today? It's kind of I the kind of the doldrums of of the year. It sure was rainy, but that's all I got. <laughs> oh, and a fun announcement! Oh, if you if you don't listen to the to the Patreon shows and you're not subscribed, please please do. We've got some new subscribers, and um, they're enjoying the extra bonus half hour pregame show, which has a lot more inside baseball talk and a lot of stuff that we can't say on this show. And you'll probably enjoy it because most of the others do. Um, next week I will be out of town on vacay and 
Brado's doing a special takeover. We're trying to get Brado and Brooks to do the show without me. And I think it's a great idea. We don't have Brooks locked in right now because Brooks is a picture, a greased little puppy who doesn't want is brand new in your house and he doesn't want to sit down or do anything that you tell him and he's just barking and and drooling and wide-eyed that's brooks so we've got to track brooks down i gotta ta- you gotta tackle him in the living room <laughs> and then put him in his cage so we'll see there's no rule that says we have to do the show on a wednesday i don't know what day you're leaving i won't be back until like thursday night probably earliest Either way, you could get someone else. Doesn't have to be Brooks. Okay. Just, just someone of my someone that I have uh, approved as producer. Okay. As producer. Okay. But it's I okay. think it's I think it's fun. I think it'll be a good. It's gonna thing. be it's gonna be Dave Odd. I'm gonna turn it. I'm <laughs> no, gonna no, no. I'm gonna be like I'm, I'm, I'm not posting that. Turn it into you. No, I yes you are. Not posting that. No. Paramus. Paramus pregame. Here with. Dave, Dave Odd uh, joining. <laughs> Dave Odd joining. It's your boy. It's your little baby brother, Dave Odd. And he'll be like, it's your boy. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I think it's fun. You can rip on me. You can fucking say stuff that I wouldn't do. Oh, my God. I have to be. It has to be with Dave Odd. No. No. <laughs> Just him showing lizards. No one can see this day. As executive producer, I have to veto that. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be on it's gonna be shelved as they say in the biz. If I can track down Jay Harris, that would be the most fun thing to send to you. Like to be like, Did you open it yet? Did you open it yet? <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for you. Oh, this is actually a fun little surprise. I'm not gonna tell who you uh, tell you who it's with. But it's gonna be a blast from the past. What? The show you're going to do? Yeah. No, it's going to, I want it to be Brooks. I want I want it to be excitable Brooks and you. I think it's funny. I think you'll say okay, a lot fine. of fucking trash talk. Otherwise, we'll have to discuss. If you, unless I can find Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to guess Biscuit. Uh, I, I hope he's okay. But I'm, you know, there's no way look, he's alive. Didn't look, no way didn't he's look, alive. Didn't, you never know. He could have got the stomach stapled or something, and you now he's just a bag no of trash bags. On a scout. I don't know. No, no, biscuit's still on brought there. to you by the letter six feet under. <laughs> no, biscuit. No, I'm sorry, biscuit. <laughs> so fucking dark, biscuit. No, biscuit. No, not my biscuit. Man. Oh, I do want your biscuit. <laughs> I do want biscuit. No. Biscuit, he's out there. Do you want Biscuit? We looked up some comedians last week that we thought were dead and that they were still alive, so that's good. Who, who, do, who do we see? Uh, I don't know. Those those guys from New York who were real, the brothers who hated each other's guts. Rick something. Oh, yeah, Shapiro. Yeah. Did, he's still are alive. Those, are those fat twins on the motorcycle still alive? No, I'm going to guess they're, uh, they're, they're, they're in piano boxes, yes. <laughs> I was, this kid goes by piano box now. Uh, I was wa- warring, or at least one-sided warring, because I had to play a guy in my dynasty football league who's a uh, heavy set. I kept calling him piano box, and it's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the new magazine, Piano Box, where we won't tell you what it's want, about, but you can guess. I don't want to be mean, but when we're mean, I think, I think we're pretty mean to everybody across the board. So. Brido's heavy set too. Uh, pretty soon I'm gonna call you piano box. Can't wait. Thank you. I weigh two two thirty. 
there's there's a song I by could, Fats. I couldn't bench press you, so that's like that's good. There's a song by Fats Domino that's like, well, they call me the Fat Man because I weigh 200 pounds. I'm like, God, they would have to change that now. Yeah, too many Takis, too many sugar drinks. Fats Domino weighed 200 pounds. Burns. Cool name, though. I wish my name was Fats. Fats Burns. You ever think about Chubby Checkered, how he just stole that name from Fatty Fats Burns. Domino? Fatty Burns is a great name. I'd be famous if my name was Fatty Burns. I'd eat all I want. And it'd be fucking great. It'd be delicious. I think I think we could like fatty Arbuckle, but fatty turd burgle. Oh my god! I was at the antique warehouse. Change your name on Twitter. Change your name on Twitter to fatty turd burgle. Antique warehouse the other day. There's a original fatty. How'd you no sell that name. I think that's great. Original fatty Arb. What fatty turd burgle? <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. I'll change, change your name on Twitter. I'll change my. I'll change my Twitter name to that for a few days. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I'll do it right Fatty after Turbergle. the show. I'll do it right after the show. Thank you. They had a Fatty Ar- Fatty Arbuckle um, original poster for Fatty's Wedding, which is this old movie, and it was I was like fucking sold. That's going in my living room. That's incredible, and it was tw- one thousand uh, one hundred and fifty dollars. I was like, get the that f- happens to me sometimes. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I'll ask. There's this painting I really liked online. I asked the guy how much it was and it's like for the size of a postage stamp he's like it's 75 dollars that felt like i could but no i went to the broad and i looked at this like clock and i like dude i go how much is that like it's four thousand dollars yeah it's like come on someone's gonna pay it i am um when I get back, I was going to do it this week. I'm getting nice, big fucking gold frames for the original hand-drawn uh, dad boner uh, portraits. Funny. And um, starting bid on those $5,000. That's what I'm putting up. That's what it's going to be. No one's oh, going to that's awesome. It. No one's bones buying it. Maybe. There could be some high roller who might want those. Those are historical. But I thought, I mean, like, what would I part? It's an NFT. It's an NFT. I don't want to part with them. I don't. But um, I thought, what would I act if someone offered me the money? Like a thousand, I, I think I would say no. It's not worth it. I don't need a thousand. But Man, five okay. five thousand is like that. It's like a down payment on like a new car or something, or it's like a big chunk of rent for me for the year here in beautiful Saginaw, Michigan. Don't be jealous. Well, I have to show you. I have to show you this. You've seen this. Before. I don't want to see your dick again, Brian. Right, no, it's right here. It's right here. So I'm have... showing me your dick. <laughs> I know, but I want your, you to see this. I have. I don't want to see your dick again. It's the same every time. Oh, oh that's incredible. Jim the Anvil Neidhart painting. That's By beautiful. Natty Neidhart. Wow. Really? And that's a real painting. This is a real painting on canvas by Natty Neidhart of her, of her late father, Jim the Anvil Neidhart. That's it incredible. Is, I know, right? So I put this on eBay and I put the starting bid at three hundred dollars because that's what it was they were trying to sell it for uh-huh. at howard kramer gave this to me this they they had a wrestling you could you're taking a gift from somebody and trying to sell it <laughs> he was he gave he gave away a bunch of them i gave some to like mccarthy like why does he have this because he was doing that show at meltdown when it got destroyed when meltdown the comic book store got like destroyed they had an outdoor co- uh, stand-up show that i would do that brooks would do and like 
Brody would do it and you know John Roy and stuff. We would do it all the time. It was called squat melt, like we were squatting at meltdown. Yeah, in the park. So he had so he would see all the shit that they would lug out of there. And one day they lugged out like a ton of pro wrestling themed paintings because they had a paint they would have paintings for sale in meltdown from time to time. It was an incredible store. And this was one of the fuck, and it never sold. And the starting bid on this thing was three hundred dollars. I was like, I will take that. And I tried to sell it on. I tried to get the starting bid on eBay at three hundred. They just had so much shit. They were just throwing away stuff. Yeah, wow. No one bought this during their art auction. So I have Natty Nightheart's. Still, you put that in a storage unit or something. You don't throw it away. That's they threw it away, and, ha- and Howard just had like a stack of these things in his trunk. Oh, with the pink and black, that needs a big gold frame on it. That's fucking. That'd be gorgeous. That's it's like, a it's a it's a pretty terrible painting. But <laughs> I know I like it. It it captures him. I would put it behind yeah. you for a little bit. Switch your artwork up a little bit. Switch this meltdown picture. Yeah, switch it up. Like that Nightheart would look fucking dope. Because like the meltdown thing's nice, but uh, you can't. It doesn't read. I see Pee Wee. I see Mitch Hard- yeah. Hardberg. Absolutely does not read. But that Nightheart, because you got the belt underneath it, that's your little like. It goes into the wrestling theme. You know what? That is that is. I'm going to do that. That's a good idea. The yeah. red will make it pop. Because framed over there, also I have like uh, lions or sorry, lions. Lincoln Lodge set running order. That's like all of the the big hot shots on one show, plus John Mulaney headlines it. So I, I had that one on there too. Very cool. Yeah. Your studio looks great, Brado. Thank you. Wait, what? oh, there's there's something else I can do. Keep going. Well, I was gonna awesome. move I was gonna move on to a power tube unless you have something pertinent. Well, I have if you want to sell more light. paintings on eBay. If you want to buy that from Brado, if you want to buy the Natty Nightheart. Jim, the here, put it, hold it up, hold it up. I'll uh, take a screenshot, and then maybe Mabes put that somewhere. Oh shit, I gotta get my hand out of the way. Beautiful. Oh shit. You still there? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> I don't know how phones work. There, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that'll go. That's good promo too for the show. So, excellent, excellent, Brado. Excellent make work. Me not, make me not for a kill. 300 bucks. I mean, someone's fucking some wrestling psycho. If I had the cash, I'd fucking fork it over. If I was if I was balling, I would take that. Look, I got a spot right for it. 300 or 300 or best offer, baby. Beach. Pancake beach. Pan- pancake <laughs> beach fist. <laughs> I mean. Want to go for beach it. fist? <laughs> At morning jacks. <laughs> Do you hear uh, they're at the the local place down the corner doing beach fest? I guess what's that? I don't know. They got all you can, all, all you, you can, can suck beach. dicks. All you can beach. <laughs> they got all you can suck dicks Whoa. for three dollars. So stuff from beach fest. Oh my god! Well, three three dollars. You can suck all the dicks you want. You want you want to go for drinks tonight? No, I gotta lay on the couch. Stomach so full from beach fest. <laughs> I just want to take a <laughs> take a big white dump and fucking get on with the, watch some Food oh, Network or something. Gary, <laughs> oh no, Gary! I've been shitting like a bird for two days. <laughs> been shitting like a bird on car hoods. Oh, man, my butthole's got a cold. <laughs> God damn! I really gotta pace myself at Beach Fest. <laughs> 
underwear. I guess I'm getting too good. Underwear looks like Slimer was in there. <laughs> oh God! Oh jeez! Oh jeez! Jeez Louise! Oh, I had to wipe my butt with a tube sock. <laughs> my butthole looks like it's been on Nickelodeon. God. Jeez Louise. My anus has, has flu A. You gotta take your hand and do it like uh, I can't how do I describe this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the thwapping, of, thwapping yeah. of getting off some yeah. gunk. Yeah, <laughs> let's do some, let's do some power tube before we go to jail. Um, <laughs> my show of the week that I've really been enjoying in the evening before bed is Adam eats the eighties. It's on the History Channel with Adam Richman. You might know from that pig out show where he would eat a whole bunch of food and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's really gotten his uh, foot in the door at at History Channel, and it's the you know, episode where he drinks old ecto coolers and. One episode's about like different McDLTs and shit. And if you're a '80s nostalgia junkie like me, it is. They're 18 minutes. They're on. They're on demand. You can find them. Um, easy, easy to watch, and uh, makes me not have nightmares. <laughs> watch something that makes me happy and brings me joy back to a simpler time when the world was good. I also watched nice. the the uh, George and Tammy finale, which Bridal doesn't like the singing on because he's stupid head. Pop Man Agreed on Monday Night Beers. Please subscribe and rate, review, and subscribe to Monday Night Beers. It's a fabulous show that he also very much enjoyed the singing. So it's two against one. Suck it, Brido. The finale is fucking great because George... Looks like I gotta go back to Beach Fest. <laughs> oh, guess I'm going back to Beach Fest. Uh, Burn said to I suck it. Go... That's a good that's a good zing. Get back to Beach Fest, bitch. <laughs> Why don't you go back to Beach Fest? <laughs> Why don't you ladies go back to Beach Fest? <laughs> I do want to like look at a fake watch on my wrist and be like, looks like it's dumb bitch o'clock. It's pretty good. I used to um I used to have some Where'd sort you get of- your girlfriend from? <laughs> the toilet of a walrus who shits wait. That's me. Uh, oh yeah, that was a joke. I used. Where'd to you do. get your girlfriend from? The toilet of, of a, a monster who shits. Monster who shits walruses. Yes, that was it. It was about me getting in a, being a comedian and being uh, uh, quicker and uh, more awful when someone like bumped into someone. He's like, hey, I was home at the bar, and I bump into this guy, and you know I got a smart mouth, and I almost get beat up a lot because I'm a comic, and uh, he's like, hey, watch it, buddy, fuck out of my way, and I said, oh. Oh, yeah? And where'd you get your girlfriend from? The toilet of a monster who shits out walruses? <laughs> and there's something else. beat there's, the dog shit out of me. Yeah, there's a, there's a ta- tag on that. It's to be, it went well because I served it with a smile. Food, everything yeah. tastes better when you serve it with a smile. It's, it's, it's that yeah. simple. It's that simple. What you watching, Brad? You know what? I I really t- came back and uh, enjoyed it the second time. Enjoyed it the first time. Enjoyed it the second time. I watched Nightcrawler, starring the underrated Jake Gyllenhaal as this uh, kind of a paparazzi guy mm-hmm. who who learns how to get on nightly news with footage and stuff. Great movie! It's it's such a great movie. Yeah. I watched it a second time. And I loved it a second time. Ripping around in that like Dodge Challenger, oh, fucking dope! Yeah, but, so great. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. 
he is that where he's no that's not the one where he's hunting um the night no night stalker who he's trying to find no no, no, no zodiac he's, killer. No, he's zodiac he's also in zodiac though it's, yeah he's just it's like a, he's like a he's like a psychotic kind of like i'm a fast learner and i did you know that burns that i learned that like 50 percent of marketing <laughs> is just like who you know and like he has like all these like facts in his head from like reading online and he's got like borderline person personality disorder and he's like I think Renee Russo's in it as like this old, either that or it's mm. like this old hot, hot lady that looks like Renee Russo. Oh, Renee Russo from... has it going on, baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah. does, he does Zodiac, Nightcrawler, and then Ambulance, also very good. Have you, There's have, one have, you called... have, have you watched Ambulance yet? It was on Amazon Prime. For oh, free, no. For free. But End Am- of Watch Am- is Ambulance an amazing is... movie. Yeah, that's also good. Seen... Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, Brokeback Mountain. Problem with the G is that I've gotten so deep into Tay Tay Swizz, and now and most of those newish songs are about him. Are about him? Yeah, especially oh, all well, it's all the stuff on the Red album which she put out. Her Taylor's version is much better than the old one. That's all about the breakup with Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's filled with finely detailed little nuggets in the song. So now all I can picture is like, oh, this guy was just trying to fuck this young rock star chick, and. He like pushed it too hard and he hung out with her dad and like made it all fucking sweet and shit. And then he got bored and wanted new pussy because that wasn't good enough or he got bored of it. Cause that's all that happened because he's a fucking famous movie star and he could go get Nunu and he breaks up with her because maybe if we were the same age and then my favorite line in any Taylor Swift song is she goes, and that made me want to die. And I'm fucking it's the way she hits that want to die it's like i fucking get it like when someone says something so cutting to you you just want to fucking die man i love taylor swift <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna take jake joan hall aside and be like fuck her i don't give a shit <laughs> she's doing fine her I think. Song, uh, yeah she's like so quit doing revenge porn against my jill hall man like fucking <laughs> But, I didn't. I didn't sign up to see the dick pics, to see all the laundry. <laughs> I don't want to see the skid marks in his underwear either. Like, oh, you're so fucking perfect, Taylor Swift. You're so fucking perfect. Right. Well, Taylor Swift does a lot of self-deprecating um, songs. Like, it's me. I. I'm the problem. It's me. She says, you know, at tea time, everybody agrees, and then she usually defends herself at some way down the line. But there's some self-deprecation in there that makes me. Makes her a little bit Unless, more likable. Is that is that song mean about Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, no, I don't believe that song. That song's off Midnight's with Midnight, which is new, and the stuff on Red is primarily Gyllenhaal. Well, Jake Gyllenhaal is in a lot of great movies, so I I I am gonna take Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm not I'm not not watching Jake Gyllenhaal's side. I'm you know I'm I still want to be friends with both of them. I'm not gonna be one of those friends that's like, well, we can't be friends with him anymore. It's like no. No, no, I'm gonna be separately friends with both of you, and I'm fine with that. But watch ambulance. Well, there's, but but there are people also who I'm friends with both of them still, where I know that one person is in the wrong, mm-hmm. and still and still have come to terms with it and can justify it to myself. And he could be in the wrong, but Nightcrawler is really good, so she can fucking go back to <laughs> beach fest. <laughs> also, in those situations. You justify it by saying, well, I have to be. No, no, no. You pick the one that you want to hang out with more. You, your buddy could be in the fucking way wrong. If you, if you don't like the chick or don't like the dude, you're going to still hang out with the other one. Because at the end of the day, 
I don't give a fuck about your relationship problems. No one does. No one fucking What's cares. There? What seems what seems more fun? Hanging out with Gyllenhaal and or going to church with Tay Tay? Man, I don't know. Gyllenhaal probably won't respect me as a cool guy because he's a cooler guy and like I'm not gonna oh, look probably... I'm not gonna look good. I'm gonna look ugamug next to him, especially if he's got that <gasps> boxer body from that one movie. I forget what that's called. Oh my god, he's so fucking ripped in that. Oh, it's so fucking oh Man, I'd go to Beach Fest on that. Tell you what. <laughs> Dylan Hall Boxing. Southpaw. Southpaw. That's a good movie, too. Gyllenhaal's yeah, in like, all kinds of good shit. Yeah, he's fucking Gyllenhaal, great. Gyllenhaal, yeah. I got probably the, missing I got, a bunch of Gyllenhaal hits. I got the sweets on Maggie Gyllenhaal, too. So, like, okay, if I hung out with Jake, I could probably make friends with Maggie. Which that's that's like a that's a pro. Tay Tay's not gonna Tay Tay's just got like a bunch of like backup dancer guys or something with her. I, I probably wait. I mean, what am I? Who am I gonna like look cool in front of? I want. Jake. He's in that Spider Man movie. That's he's pretty funny in that actually. That's yeah, pretty good. That's a pretty good performance. All right, all right. I, I like them both. I like them both. End of Watch. I should watch End of Watch soon. Watch he's in City. He's in City Slickers. Is he a little kid in City Slickers? Yeah, he's a child actor. And he's in City Slickers as a little kid? I did not know that, but apparently uh, that's a fun fact about Jake G. Let's do some power grooves and get out of here. My song of the week is The Ghetto by Too Short off of 1990s Short Dogs in the House. Um, Dude drove by me the other day in the hood, and he was just bumping it, and it's usually it's a little it was a little played for a while for me and I like a, a deep cut off of maybe a shorty the pimp that's shorty the pimp or off of a uh, a uh, I forget fuck my brain is smoked uh, either way it it really took me back bridal sometimes you hear it like boom 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 and because it sounded so good coming out of that car I've been listening to it yeah, in the yeah. house on cassette today so Ooh. the ghetto by too short off of short dogs in the house which is also an incredible uh packaging the blue with the yellow side piece on the fucking cassette uh, oh can't beat it can't beat it bridal what you listening to i'm still on my beatles kick and i've gotten to the 80s i'm through all of the 80s and i gotta tell you end of the line traveling wheelberries and it just hits me right where i need oh sure oh sure that's a fun album i got that on cassette that's great yeah yeah, that's a fun one. I didn't also realize last week I named I think like My Sweet Lord and I and Fred Armisen and um they just redid that music video for the 50 year thing and like tons of comedians that we know are in it. Really? It's like Yeah, it's also like it's real nerdcore UCB people and like right. you know like Fred Armisen is the star of it and like Weird Al and Matt Patton Oswald are Matt in it. Besser. And, Polar, yeah, shit like that. That kind of thing. Oh, shit like Garfunkel and Oates are in it, and it's the sort of thing where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'd check that out, though. That's kind of fun. And it's, like, it's, it's you know, it's a beautiful song, and I think his kids are in it. Oh, that's nice. That would yeah. hit me in the spot. Lance like... Bangs, I want to say. Is it, is it the director's name, Lance Bangs? Yes, that'd be correct. The guy with the white hair and the beard who's always around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking photos yeah. of... Uh, comedies Brandon and Wardell makes the comedies type things yeah that's yeah that's good. he did a flop house on vice mm. mm-hmm. yeah well 
Yeah, end of the line, traveling wheelberries. I don't even know who the one guy is. And I know it's uh, Roy Orbison and Jeff Lynn and Tom Petty and yeah, Jeff Lynn is what I don't know who it is from ELO. Oh, Electric Light or- Orchestra, which you should get educated on because okay. they're they're pr- they're they're pretty good. They're pretty. Don't bring me down, Bruce. Don't bring me oh, down. Yeah. yeah, Bruce. That's that guy. Mm-hmm. I used to make um, mixtapes because um, at the, I think it's at the beginning of that song is a door opening and then I would play Close to Me by The Cure and a door shuts at the end of the song or vice versa. My brain's too tired to remember, but it made for a, a cool little spot in a, uh, a mixtape or you do it first and last song. So door open, door shut. You're thinking of Money by Pink Floyd. No, that's a different thing. That's a whole different thing, Brido. <laughs> very bird. I'm very I'm very Pink Floyd first. I have a Pink Floyd tattoo on the middle of my back. Because <laughs> that was a good idea. <laughs> oh. What you do? Yeah, that's what that tattoo on the middle of my back is. Is a I can't picture <clears throat> what the tattoo on your back is. It's just a little like fucking design, black design thing. And it was in the liner notes of Momentary lapse of reason. The artist who did these all little doodads and things in that uh, uh, there was, it was just in the little corner on one of the pages in the in the CD booklet. And I picked it out and I went to Chicago Tattoo and the guy was super hungover and uh, he had to finish his teriyaki first and shoveled that in while I just watched him shovel in teriyaki. And then he drew this on my back and tattooed over some moles and shit. Did a really half ass shit job. It's not crooked or anything. It was- but it was a rough week. It was Beach Fest. <laughs> it, was, it was all tuckered out from Beach Fest. All right. End of the line by the Traveling Wilburys from Brido. Watch and- my special on YouTube, youtube.com slash Mike Bryden. So go watch it. It's 52 minutes. I hope you like it. And who's on Hunk this week? What's going on with the Hunk program? Chad Damiani, you would like this episode. He wrote for WCW, and then he's the forefront of the new clown movement that's exploding in Los Angeles. What's the what? There's a new. So there's a new thing. There's a fourth. There's a there's a fourth thing. That's what it's, it's, that's what it's come sta- to in Los Angeles is yes, clown movement. Is it ICP? Yes. Do they are not aware of fucking ICP? It's not ICP. It's so it's like Natalie Palomides, this guy, uh, Courtney Palufo. It's like you're seeing pictures like the the chicks are covered in blood. Oh, and Courtney Peloso. Yes. Oh yeah, I had, I had crush on her for a little bit. She's in. She's a member of Clown. Ask her out. New Turn, thing. Shot down, Brado. Shot down. She's too busy being covered in <laughs> buckets of blood, and like her, right. her big joke is that she's hot, and then like she comes out, but her pubic hair is really long and shit. Like that's the whole yep. bit. Yep. So it's this new thing called Clown. Uh, it's the fourth genre of comedy after stand-up, sketch, and improv. It's exploding in Los Angeles in popularity. Everything was shut down. Improv was shut down during. The pandemic and these motherfuckers were out at the abandoned zoo at Griffith Park doing like crazed uh flashlight lit scenes. weird shit. Yeah, and people were like, What in the fuck is this? And then Natalie Palomides put out Nate, that crazed special on Netflix, and it's because and it's like exploding and it's it feels like punk rock improv or something and this guy's like the ringleader he's like he's 50 years old he's jacked as fuck he's got a white beard he just he looks like an old jacked guy 
and like all of the Fuck things going on. <laughs> it's crazy. But I loved, I love his act. I love talking to him. Uh, like puddles, his puddles, like he would be kind of like this puddles pity that, party. Well, that guy, I know who you're talking about. That guy sings, right? Yeah, guy's like a singer. Yeah, that guy's super awesome. So it, he tours with Dave Hill. Dave Hill's also super fucking awesome. It's not quite. That guy has like a skill set. He sings as it just is, but. Yeah, there's it's um I nobody can really explain what it is, but it's called clown. They don't call it clowning or whatever. They like and they call it play. Like it's it's this whole thing. <laughs> it's like this wild thing, dude. Like um in it sounds like something biggest, that I would have gotten into as Oh a my god, man. you would you would dig this the most. It's sexual based humor a lot of the times. It's character based humor a lot of times. Like Caleb Hodgkiss. You could go to the Elysian right now and have a sold out run of like fucking 50 weeks. I swear to God. <laughs> it sounds like, like stuff I would do, like from sketch. Like I had lots of silent stuff that I would do. And, there, it was all and just it's physical. like, it's the rage. Like Rory does it now with, um, everyone's with in the clowning guy. now. Everyone's, everyone's in the clowning now. Well, shit. Looks like we had technical difficulties. <sighs> well, yeah kind of just juicing the fucking rind anyway we're looking forward to the weekend you guys got football on tv my girlfriend is she sleazy favorite kind of beer is free i'm just making power moves sipping some natty lights late nights and bar frights rocking the winston lights just making power moves yeah i'm making power moves just to a detroit groove all american dudes just making power moves yeah i'm making power moves rocking a detroit groove just some american dudes i'm making power moves i'm making power